it's actually kind of more kind of a morbid story but there's a guy that actually like murdered his his wife oh my god but so as an alibi he pre-recorded like six hours of footage and then ran it live oh shit and he was like sorry guys i can't see your comments if you're typing to me my internet is not working great wow the entire time this was going live he was holy shit his is this recent something. no this is i don't i don't remember how oh, dude, i'm gonna look this just, up this yeah. is like a like one of them true crime things i was listening to when i was at wow. work one day but it's funny that you mentioned that it just made me think of that really wow. morbid segue i'm sorry I'm jot that, that down yeah if you're a geek Episode 202 of the Field of Geeks podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Bill. How's it going? Not too bad. Not too bad? Yeah. Victor Freeze paid us a visit yesterday here in uh, <laughs> Des, Moines, yeah. Des Moines metro area in Iowa. So yeah. I don't know everyone out there has gotten a, a big uh, gust of snow lately, but I thought it was beautiful. I like snow. A lot of people right now are tired of it. I, I, I am a little bit. I don't like when it gets really frigid. Yeah. It gets really cold. Yeah, I, I don't like that. But uh, an ice, I don't let, like ice. Yeah, let, let's say it looked pretty for about five seconds. Then I went out to clear out my car and realized it wasn't like light, fluffy snow. It was like heavy, a good snowman frozen. snow, right? Yeah, yeah. You but, make some snowmen on top of your car. Yeah. But but seriously, we're we're in March. Get your shit together, <laughs> Mother Nature. God, Mother Nature, <laughs> what's wrong with you? How's that go in Tropic Thunder? Mother Nature just shit her pantsuit, something like that. <laughs> Mother Nature just pissed her pantsuit. That was that it? Yeah. I've yeah. seen that movie forever. Gosh. Oh, and, you know, I'm happy that... And I'm not trying to get all, like, political. It shouldn't be political, but I'm happy Stiller is not apologizing. Did you see that headline? Yeah, I did. About that? I'm happy. Like, you know what? I mean, Mel, look at Mel Brooks in his time. Like, well, in shit. It's crazy. Uh, there was even... I saw, like, a... Not to get off on a tangent here, but I even saw, like... That's what like, we do uh, best, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I even saw this... Uh, this black actress that was talking about it and she was like you know what this doesn't offend me because it's not like you're not doing the the black face with the big lips and you know yeah making it a parody kind of thing like they did back in the day yeah uh, it's yeah. it's a parody of people that go to extreme lengths for method acting and that's exactly what it was supposed to be exactly so yeah yeah, yeah. And it's not what, a stretch to say that at all because yeah they treated it like it is ridiculous. They acknowledge that. I mean, they even have a black cast member who is like, you know, on his ass the whole movie about exactly. It. Yeah, and exactly. Now, if you didn't have that, and yeah, that would be an issue probably. But still, well, yeah. But I'm glad. You know, don't all these creative types now are just like, I'm so sorry for this and that, and it's like, okay, for one, that was a different time. Two, shut up. <laughs> yeah, it, just just let it be. You know. Yeah. I don't know. We're so worried about offending people now, and it just, it sucks. I know. I know. Um, but yeah, 
that the weather brought that out of us so blame blame the weather yeah yeah tropic thunder oh yeah mother nature yes i'm like how did we get here blame mother nature for tropic yes, thunder exactly um want to remind everyone out there of course to please like and subscribe we are almost to 100 subs on youtube so that's huge so please keep it coming uh yeah share with your friends family complete strangers you know just maybe yeah. just shout in their ear and then run off you know um you know, protect yourself. So. I will. I will send five business cards out to every one subscriber, so then they, you can give those five business cards out to five yes. more people. Yes. It's like a, it's like a pyramid scheme. Never mind. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I'm just kidding. We'll um, laminate them to death so they're like Chinese stars. Is like, yeah, you can just or ninja stars. Sorry, I don't know if that's you know. Put easy. it in somebody's tire when you're driving down the street. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we got our first. Feel the geek says hi. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So yeah, we're pretty much everywhere. Don't do that. Uh, you you find your podcast. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Thank you for the support, out. everybody. That's absolutely amazing. Yes, yes. Keep it coming, and uh, yeah, we'll keep bringing you more and more uh, content, even original content. We'll we'll get there, right? Um, I, it's it's in it's in the playbook. It's in the works. If there is a playbook, it's in there somewhere. It's... Chapter ten. I don't know. Um, here's here's the playbook. Yes, it's beautiful. It's yeah, well, it's it's coded. This is spy shit. So you have yeah, to have special goggles to, have like, to read it, and yeah, it's like national treasure. I shit. like that you idea. Have have by like the way, the I, I took a glance at that page. I, yeah, that's gonna be great, man. Um, man, uh, icebreaker topic to get us, uh, you know, freshened up for the other topics we have today. Uh, Rogan, Seth Rogan, that is not Joe Rogan. Versus negative reviews. Imagine if Joe Rogan was <laughs> going off. <laughs> I don't think he's got much to worry about. I mean, he's he's still not canceled. No, no. Anyway, um, but yeah, Seth Rogan was uh, <clears throat> complaining about all the like, I don't know if complaining is the right word, but talking about like negative reviews, how they like. Yeah, like that. The headline is it's a headline, right? So he was just having a, I think a nonchalant conversation on a podcast called uh, Diary of a CEO. And so he's just, you know, talking about the shortcomings of Green Hornet in the interview, which I liked the interview. I don't, do you, did you like it? Interview was good for what it was. Um, I think I, I don't know if I ever would have watched it if it wasn't for the controversy behind it. Right, right. Which kind of sucked me in. It was like the Sony leaks. Like yes, North Korea was like we're gonna like we're gonna. Which we don't really know if that was a legit threat or not. I don't know. You you never know. It could just be one North Korean dude sitting in his mom's basement, (laughs) typing this shit out. But (laughs) I I highly doubt that Kim Jong Un or yeah kim jong-il whatever his name is right. would have you know like assassinated <laughs> seth rogan for this movie but although that that performance uh god the the name of the actor escapes me right now but man he did a great job I he thought. did do a good job i mean everybody involved with it did a yeah pretty fantastic job with it it was right. a, it was a fun movie i thought it was fine yeah the hate is because um, of anus that was a, yeah. a nice little quote but <laughs> yeah. yeah uh rogan you know he was saying you know, if most critics knew how much it hurt the people that made the things that they are writing about, they would second guess the way they write these things. It's devastating. Uh, I know people who never recover from it. It's very personal. Being told your personal expression was bad. It effing sucks. I don't know what effing is, but um, uh, that's a joke. So I know what effing is. <laughs> Hell yeah, I know. I got three kids. I'm sorry. <laughs> three um, daughters. You just yeah, know. right, right. Uh, yeah. Is. So basically, it's the ruining for failure, which... 
I understand to a certain point, I, right? I mean, I, I can, you know what? I can not wrong. I can kind <laughs> of see where he's coming from on yeah. this because, with like, and granted, you should never, you should form your own opinion on any, yeah, any form of media, whether it's movies, video games, whatever, yeah. TV shows. But so many times there's people getting going on to like Rotten Tomatoes or Metacritic and just review bombing something that they don't whatever they even watch they're probably. Not even, they probably aren't even going to watch and they Red probably are just notes on it or they're something. they're critical yeah. of it because of yeah. whoever's in it or yeah whatever the trailer shows and you know granted i mean there's some like green hornet i i thought it was a shitty fucking movie i'm sorry right over that, time it's, it's it hasn't grown too fond on me but I, it, at the time i was like Okay, I like Green Hornet, you know. It like, was eh. like I uh, being a fan of and this is going to date me, but um being a fan of like the the Green Hornet TV series, mm-hmm. you know, with like Bruce Lee being Kato and yeah. stuff like that. Like it's hard to top that, but then you put somebody in there with like Seth Rogen who's like <laughs> this big goofy guy who's like <laughs> we'll call it the Green Bee. Like <laughs> come on, guys. You That's, got the Edward Norton cameo though in the yeah, Met House. That okay. was funny, right? Well, no, whatever. No, it, it wasn't. The other <clears> problem <throat> is it was already a big ask, I think, to have Rogan as the hero, and then the guy they got to play Cato, I thought was great. I thought he did a good job. That's the first time I ever saw that leaf effect in coffee, and now everyone does it. They even do faces and shit. Um, but he was like, it wasn't grounded enough. Like a lot of it was really, you know, fictiony. You know, like, yeah, what Cato could do everything. And I don't think that was really he could, I guess, in the original series, but it was realistic. He could fight good. That's about it. He couldn't like, yeah, flick a pop cap just right. You know, so it would go into the, you know, yeah. just like these little things. And then the car was able to do all these James Bond things. <laughs> it was like, yeah. all right, come on. But I mean, I, yeah. I do. I will say this, like it, it would suck. You know, we don't we see like when we look at a movie, we see the actor we see the director we see you know the lighting effects and stuff like that we don't you know just look at i I know we all sit through credits to see if there's anything cool at the end of them but just look at the sheer scope of people that work on a movie now yeah and yeah if you poured your heart and soul into this like even if you were just the caterer you know right and the movie just gets completely shit on by yeah by people who are being overly critical of it like you don't have to not everything has to be, you know, Martin Scorsese, right? Right. Quality, right? You know what I mean? But I mean, it's a comic book film, for, right? And for one I thing, think but criticism as best keeps you in check as a as an artist. Like if you're if you they might see something yeah. in you that you don't see yet. Like oh shit, maybe I am kind of just riding this train. I'm not being original anymore, you know. And it, you have a lot of yes people around you. I think when you're that high up you know um well, you know like like rogan he's got a lot of yes people i'm sure of it you know? I, oh i'm sure he does that's yeah. why he keeps getting work but yeah <laughs> um no i mean i i do like as an actor i'm not a big fan of seth rogan yeah but the some of the things that he's been involved with like you know invincible the, the boys, boys yeah. like those kind of things i think like more of a behind the scenes kind of thing it yeah. is a better fit for him. Good writer, like, I think. He's yeah, and that. the Steve Jobs movie, I thought he was good in that. Yeah. When he's not being a goofy, you know, caricature of himself, he's right. pretty good. Right. But, yeah, I can see where, like, 
if you said, oh, the, if you just full stop were like, this movie sucks, don't go watch it, and you didn't elaborate any further. Yes. that That's kind of a shot in the gut to everybody that worked on it. Right. If you, you know, elaborate why you think the movie sucks, don't just review bomb it for no reason. Exactly. Don't you get know, on the like, hate train. Yeah. Know, like, actually see it for yourself. And yeah. that... that and that also hurts from like a fan's perspective, like when you feel like something hasn't been judged fairly. Like for instance, I've said this many times at nauseum. Apologies. BVS, I think, got uh, just hate watched by a lot of people, and it wasn't fair. And that's happened with other things too. Especially, yeah, it's very easy to get on a hate train about anybody. Jennifer Lawrence, for instance, you know, she's kind of gotten too big for her britches, but yet she's got this new movie coming out. I really didn't want to see the trailer. I'm kind of done with her, but I will say it looks pretty good. And I'm not saying she's not talented, but you just, yeah. I think another thing is when they talk a lot in public outside of their parts, sometimes they say a lot of stupid shit and it's really annoying and it kind of comes off like, you know, they're better than you. Yeah. I, I don't like that. So that's like, that's kind of the thing. Like if you yeah. like with Seth Rogen, you, you look at like some of the dumb shit he says on Twitter yeah you know or He's like been just nasty the, too i mean just some of the, like the completely off the wall like out of touch shit that he says yeah like yeah I, mm. we're all hypocrites and so yeah i mean he's criticized the oscars and, think of all the creative people who go into the oscars trying to make a good show and it's like yeah like yeah it's I, it's good to say what he's saying but also i think you should always use acknowledge like i my myself is am a hypocrite you know i'll go i'll, against I'll be the first i'll be the first one to admit this like not every I'm bad about this too, but like not every thought that tiptoes past your gray matter needs to be put on the internet for all to see. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, you just have to actually have to write it up, right? Type yeah, typewriter. Well, like, uh, <laughs> I messed I up. Know. I, I mean, know. I, I yeah. think there's, that's so why I like, know. like what we do with, with our reviews for like MCU movies. For yeah. Example is we we're like, I like this. This wasn't so great. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's still, you know, it's still a good movie or something. Right, right. Like, if yeah. the movie's just complete dog shit, then... Yeah. Yeah, okay, tell me what you didn't like about it that made it complete dog shit. Right, Don't right. Don't just say, oh, well, everybody that worked on this crew is a piece of shit, and they should go hang themselves. Yeah. Like, I, mean, that's, just, I don't yeah. think that's what anybody's saying with, like, a no. bad review. But some have, you know, and, of course, those people really should adjust, I, I well, would say. That's, you that's know? why you don't listen to the tomato meter, because yes, they're all written by too. idiots. Well... And that's what that's what did it for me with them was with the BVS. They had they had a show. I don't know if they still do, but they had two critics on there. They were laughing. They were enjoying shit shitting on BVS. And I'm like, that's so like not cool with me. Like I just didn't like it. And mm -hmm. so after that, I'm like, screw these guys. So yeah, it's one thing if you're doing that with like the room. Yeah, like yeah. A, a movie that's made to be right right bad you well, know, like you know like so bad it's good kind of thing but exactly like yeah the marvel films um or dc films even um they're they're not always completely bad in my opinion they're on different tier level so like you know is it changing changing the curve or whatever or however you say it you know no but is it entertaining yes it's entertaining yeah. but yeah if you're comparing it to these other films is it really trying to be those other films for one? No, I don't. I don't think. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think The Rock was really trying to make Black Adam like, you know, this is the shit. And I think it was just too much. Uh, it got so saturated. And in the end, it was just an okay film. It was just yeah. okay. Yeah, it wasn't terrible, but it was okay. Yeah. So 
uh yeah i mean i get what rogan's saying i totally get it but yeah of course when i first read the headline my eyes rolled i'm like dude what the hell do you know what industry you're in <laughs> yeah you you've got to ex- expect some yeah and he said marvel films are for kids so he's insulting i mean i'm just saying we're all hypocrites right but it's not to say shouldn't take in what he said about you know and i can't imagine what it's like to be reviewed heavily that's got to be a mind fuck yeah. like he said it, some people never get over it and i don't think i could get over it i think it would really i don't know we have not been tested yet with that and i'm not exactly. asking to be tested so please don't <laughs> but you know um <laughs> everybody review us down on the right comments. i mean we risk put, when we put things out but you yeah know, um we're not trying to yeah i i it's a risk that's the whole that's the whole thing about it you should you never go in the... thinking everyone's gonna love me it's not gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, you gotta it's take gonna... the good with the bad. It's, right, it's just right. The, just the way it is. Exactly, exactly. So, moving on, um, Sherlock Holmes three is kind of in the headlines again a little bit, uh, just because Guy Ritchie, I think he was promoting his uh, recent film, which I didn't put down in my notes. That's great. Uh, he wrote it. He didn't direct it, but uh, I love Guy Ritchie. I don't know how you feel about his yeah. work. Okay, I like his work. And did you like the first Sherlock films? He oh, did? I did. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, this is uh, it's been since 2011 since we had the last Sherlock film, which is crazy because after that last one, I I was like, let's go, let's do more. And of course, mm-hmm. you know, RDJ was doing his Marvel stuff, and he just signed. I think he just signed a massive contract, so it pretty much kept him busy. He couldn't do oh, anything yeah. else, but yeah. like bit parts. He was in chef with uh, john favreau but it was really a short short appearance um so i guess for a while now they've been kind of developing this third film a little bit um guy Ritchie backed away uh robert downey jr i guess wanted to have 100 percent responsibility with the project and it seems like Ritchie was willing to let him do that so he could do his own stuff uh there was another director i think assigned to do the show and uh, the movie which i always hate in the third the third uh film in a series and they change directors yeah it works sometimes but it's rare and i i don't like it because losing guy Ritchie, i think you're gonna lose a lot of that what worked for those sherlock films yeah. for me anyway i love i, think so. I love the the camera techniques he used and Richie is like really good with like uh, wardrobe and stuff. Like he he dresses pretty fancy himself. So like he, he he's pretty a lot meticulous of that. with his yes, yes. With his movies. So and him and uh, RDJ, you know, they shared a similar fighting style, and so they exploited that in the films, which was great. I thought so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, losing. I wish they would wait for Richie to to do the third film. I don't know if that's going to happen, but basically Richie was interviewed, you know, for his. Uh, uh, recent project and he said that it's basically the ball's in his court yeah so and right now he's got no marvel projects well, that we know of right yeah um, robert downey jr that is so uh i don't know i do want a third film i still do but yeah i really want the i want the richie touch i, to I want them to take their time with it yeah and, right. you know Craft don't just it. don't just rush it out just for the sake of yeah ticket sales Right. You know, and I think they, you know, to their credit, that's kind of been it. Maybe they just haven't found the right idea. That's the, that's the other thing. RDJ is in charge of the script, everything. Not not like he's going to write it, but he's going to, you know, hire the people to write it and, and so on. So mm-hmm. hopefully him and Richie can collaborate again um, and make us a third film. Who knows? Things change so quickly all the time. So oh, yeah. it could be it could start happening between this show and the next show. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I, I, I hope so. And of course, we're out of COVID now. For the most part, I would say, uh, so I would 
yeah, that could easily pick up um, as long as Richie doesn't have anything else, anything else going on. Yeah, um, exactly. But yeah, I, I love him and I love both of those guys. So and I think they did some, and even if even if we get, you just get those two films, uh, I'm okay with it. I guess. I mean, yeah. they, yeah, they're pretty. I had a good ending. I think I would lo- I would love a third one. Yeah, but it's by no means is it like, oh man, I'm gonna yeah. you know shout from the rooftops if I don't get one. Right, you know what I mean? Like I know. Yeah, no, we were lucky enough to get two, and I think that second one really amped things up. Um, yeah, Moriarty you got Moriarty. I was great, and uh, how they left it open for a sequel or not, it was handled very well. Of course, the um, I don't know her name, but the actress who played. Um, Watson's wife is pretty popular now. She's on Yellowstone, so okay. I wonder if that would uh, add to the budget a little bit. You know, yeah. she's not just a. We don't know who she who she is exactly. So yeah. she's Beth. I don't know. I don't watch Yellowstone, but I know her name's Beth, <laughs> and she's beautiful. Uh, I didn't say that, did I? Yes. Uh, so yeah, Eli Roth's Thanksgiving is finally going to become a film. This was the fake trailer off of a grindhouse it was the 07 double feature robert rodriguez and quentin tarantino put out mm-hmm. which uh did you catch that in the theater at the time or were um, you a fan of it i didn't catch it in the theater i did uh i think i saw it pretty pretty soon after it came out on like blu-ray dvd yeah. whatever but um i was a huge fan of it yeah i liked it it worked uh worked on a lot of different levels i thought and just Same. tremendous amount of cast and just passion that went into it you know yeah um of course we also got machete yeah. from this two previously <laughs> yeah um weren't we also supposed to get like three or nazi werewolves or whatever oh that's right they had other fake trailers that like i know rob like there was one that rob zombie was doing and i think he was going to do that i can't remember what it was like werewolf nazi zombie yeah or something i remember a little bit about it now yeah that w- that was a great project and i i think a lot of critics and people expected like oscar caliber maybe but i love what they were going for they're going for a 70s type of feel and then they had all these other directors make their own trailers to fake films which was mm-hmm. it was kind of like a neat like we'll see if there's anyone interested in this i think thanksgiving might have been well of course machete but thanksgiving was definitely one of my favorites and i was like yeah do that film like that (laughs) looks fun exactly uh so i mean if this is successful enough it should be i I can't imagine a budget being huge right Um, i can't imagine either but i mean if it's successful yeah we get you could get these other films i mean rob zombie he's not he did the monsters right yeah Um, he's not really doing anything else (laughs) so maybe i mean it might help his career a little bit yeah his movie is filmmaking career that is Uh, i think he's doing pretty good uh, musically right i don't know <laughs> sure I'm, I'm not a fan of his music go um, crazy but um yeah uh th- so thanksgiving is gonna star right now they got a few stars attached uh, i'll probably butcher this milo mainham he's from disney zombies so this is like his this is his um how you say um miley cyrus assants you know where he's gonna probably go full adult mode you know he's probably gonna have a oh, sex gotcha. scene all this shit you know i don't yeah. know i'm guessing but he's gonna be one of the stars and of course patrick dempsey uh mcdreamy um gray's anatomy <laughs> that's his character i never really got into gray's oh anatomy, yeah he's got the box set come on i saw that in the notes by the way like watch gray's tonight yeah 
that shouldn't be in the in the field of geeks uh show notes i'm just saying yeah but no. yeah anyway so we got a few stars attached um and yeah it's going to be uh shooting very soon uh actually this month it starts shooting really so yeah wow pretty cool um so yeah um they have a few cw stars which i'm like but they're probably cheap and they want to like oh like, yeah you know and they'll probably be great who knows i mean a lot of them have come out of that cw stuff and of course eli roth's gonna direct um which that, that has to be like duh right yeah. give it to him yeah exactly uh and he's done uh, the green inferno which is like a cult favorite i think that was a really good movie yeah i think uh i think this is the same film i don't know how it was brought up but apparently he was when they were filming it i think a christian group came by did you hear about this at all when they were mm. filming it i don't think so so they dressed up all these these tribe people right uh-huh uh, and so they, I think he said a, a Christian group came and were scared off by the what they saw because they had like blood and just all this craziness and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've I have not seen that film. Uh, I have seen, and this was more of a mainstream one. He did the house with the clock in the walls. I like that one. I had Jack yeah. Black, Kate Blanchett. That was a good film, and uh, yeah, he can definitely do family. I mean, oh, it was yeah. a little dark in spots, but. I don't know if it was a PG-13. It might have been. I think. Yeah. I liked it. It was beautifully shot, I thought. It looked great. So I don't know if you'll have that budget for this film. But it doesn't need I to mean, be that. It doesn't need it, to look that. It, it can doesn't. look grainy. It can, you know, give it the 70s look. Just like they did before yeah. with the trailer. And even but, if you if you were to, like, go with Blumhouse or something like that. Yeah, like, Spyglass Media looks like it's putting it out. But yeah, Blumhouse would have been great, too. Well, well Spyglass does, does good stuff. And I don't similar, think this is yeah. going to be, like, a, you know... Economy breaking budget by any no, means. No, no, and it shouldn't because I mean no. it's just you're not going to get that. I think the like it. more minimalist you go with it, the better it's going to be. Absolutely, but... yeah. Guerrilla filmmaking, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the uh, of course, if if you don't know the original film or the, <laughs> the trailer to the film, anyway, basically a killer comes to town around Thanksgiving time and mm-hmm. kills everyone in a in a funny way. So <laughs> yeah. And there's a nice turkey stuffed at the end that's maybe not a turkey entirely. So yeah. that was, was so interesting. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There was so many people that were, like, coming to them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they were like, dude, let me do a trailer. That would be so much so much fun. And they, the thing that was great about it is they all just, like, had so much fun doing this stuff. Yeah. And just for, like, there to be 30 seconds of it up on the screen. And they, they filmed, like, hours worth of footage for this stuff. Yeah, I'm sure it was a big labor of love because they all, like, had the power to do what they wanted to do. And and Tarantino, I think, still dogs that Death Proof film, which I thought it was great for what it was. Yeah. You know, I didn't, I don't really, I guess you can count it as one of Tarantino's film films. But, I mean, it, it was, I think there were, weren't each film, like, an hour or maybe, were yeah. they full length? Maybe they yeah, were. Yeah, they were, like, a hour and a half two hours something like that i saw it in the theater i don't remember uh intermission or anything yeah maybe there was but i, th- I had a great time i thought it was fun i, 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 I enjoyed fun it too. and death proof had great car chase scenes um oh it was, it was amazing yeah so, and yeah planet terror was just a fun fest basically just just craziness and like you mentioned before we started recording i didn't know rose mcgallon actually had a life yeah, she like, injury she like film. injured her arm or had to get like a piece of her elbow removed or something like that 
That's dedication. So, yeah, like, she won't be doing anything, you know, action heavy. Right. Ever. Or, like, she could literally end her career. God, that stinks. So, yeah. Yeah, that was, that had to be really, yeah, man. Those, yeah, those poses, thinking back, like, yeah, that was not easy what she did. Yeah. And it was a big ask, honestly, in the film. But come on, it was just that craziness. Like, just strap a gun on it was leg. just like It was cool looking. It was just such a far-fetched way to to handle everything but it was so much fun it was fun yeah yeah i loved it i love the barbecue brothers um, yeah uh it was michael Josh. bean he yeah. was like I, were they both dying he's like what's the recipe for that he's yeah like, you get a little bit of this <laughs> i just like how the cook guy is lying um i always recited to myself i don't know why but um he always recites to the zombie in his in his cafe or his restaurant. He's like, "You gonna stand there or you gonna eat?" You know, something like that. I was like, "I just love how he said that." Yeah, so cool. But yeah, that was that was good. Thanksgiving was it looks fun, and it, I I would love to see more holiday themed horror films. I I know there's Silent Night for Christmas, yeah. which Krampus was kind of a a return to that form, but yeah, you have they like can totally redo Silent Night films. You have like Black too. Christmas. You have Santa's Sleigh with Bill Goldberg, which was just just a fun movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, Is we Black had Christmas the, an old one, very old one. Uh, it was, they've remade it like twice now. I think. Okay, but the original like originally was, it was old, like nineteen sixties. Okay, yeah. And there was one they remade in the nineties, and then like in the two thousands, there was another more recent one i think had like okay. michelle trachtenberg and oh wow okay some other people in it yeah but yeah yeah thanksgiving do, i love that you could do Table a is set. you know <laughs> evil easter bunny It'd be like the <laughs> the uh the little rabbit from monty python yes yeah just like jane silent bob cameo where they beat up the easter bunny yeah Mall rats. you know what there is no easter bunny <laughs> Over there, that's just a guy in a suit. <laughs> like comes up behind him with a cleaver. That's a sailboat. Yes. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. Um, I'm a big Turtles fan. I assume oh, you yeah. are. Yeah, yeah. Very big Turtles fan. So this is the Seth Rogen produced film. I think we did mention it before. Uh, obviously, mm -hmm. we have a trailer now. This is put out by Paramount and Nickelodeon. Uh, yeah, it's got Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse animation style. And it's uh, just from the looks of it, it looks like it's honoring old and new looks. And of course, you got a big cast here. I might miss some of these cast members, but Jackie Chan is Splinter, Seth Rogen is Bebop, John Cena is Rocksteady, um, Giancarlo Esposito as Baxter Stockman, Paul Rudd as Mondo Gecko. Uh, this comes out August 8th. Mm -hmm. um, what are your thoughts on the trailer? Um... I will say this. I, I like that they're bringing in so many mutant characters from like the from the well, show and the comics the and stuff toy like line that. Even yeah. probably you could say. <laughs> like, I, I looked at the cast list. I was like, wait, you mean they're not just gonna fight Shredder? Like, that's that's fucking what? awesome. <laughs> um, the I like the fact that they're actually they actually look like teenagers. Yes, you know, like Michelangelo has braces. Donnie has like the big glasses know, birth control glasses <laughs> um yeah I, I do like that aspect of it because you know even in the the 90s like the live action one like you can't tell me they look like teenagers but i mean like what's a teenage right turtle supposed to look like i guess but um aside from that 
I'll still go see it, but it looks fucking stupid. Does it? It looks so fucking stupid. Um, like like more geared towards kids, you'd say. I, or... Careful, yeah, that's negative. With we the upset oh Rogan. yeah, we don't want to accept upset Seth Rogen. <laughs> Everybody else that worked on this film, yeah. props to you, Seth Rogen. Hey, just... shout out to you, Seth. We're just kidding. We'll see you on next show. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, being produced by Nickelodeon, of course, you know it's going to have that goofy like kids. I I understand this is going to yeah. be more of a kids thing. There's going to be a lot of adults that go see it because hey, Ninja Turtles. You take your kids to it and not be 100% annoyed by yeah. what you're seeing. So hopefully um, not, right? I mean, eh, <laughs> we'll see. I, I don't know. I The fact that they'd like made April O'Neil into like a, a Velma parody. Just I hope that's not going to be it, but yeah. Yeah, I, I, I totally understand that. Um, I mean, yeah. And you know, I know. I, a lot of, I don't yeah. know it. Yeah, I think animation style looks good. Yeah, um, it does. It's definitely marketed to kids. You know, it's it's to capitalize on that whole like Nickelodeon, you know, sure SpongeBob market kind of thing. But right. Um, well, the Spider Man into the Spider Verse, you know, they were like, oh, yeah. they did that. We got to do that now. Yeah, I do kind of like good... that, like jerky kind of style yeah. of animation. Where I tried it looks to like find it's... out what the animation style is, and I think it's called half toning. So it's not okay. the same animation studio as uh, Spider Man had, but it kind of reminds me of like a flip, like a flip book. Yeah, in spots, right? It kind of yeah. speeds up, but then it kind of slows down, and it's yeah. like got lines in it and dots, like Kirby dots. I don't know if yeah. this one does, but Spider-Man did. I do think this is a good project for that type of style. I think it's refreshing. We had a full CG film years ago, TMNT. And that was that pretty one wasn't good. bad. That wasn't bad, no. Yeah. Um, I, I, I thought the trailer, I think it looks interesting. Um, I, I Yeah, I think it looks fun. I, I could be wrong. Um, I think it's going to appeal to me <laughs> well no, i was gonna say to children but <laughs> what said kids? It, I that sucked dad isn't that great kid <laughs> bill wasn't that it like bill where are you going no the, oh, the like... length of the length of the chain between the <laughs> nunchuck should be longer well they actually use the weapons that's the big question yeah, yeah. well actually one <laughs> of them gets stabbed <laughs> in the in the trailer that was I mean, kind of still, funny i thought that was kind of funny and then he screams like a little i mean yeah there's still kids but he's like oh man <laughs> Well, um, there's like a there's kind of a red band trailer like that trailer is not uh like i showed the trailer to my kid and i think that scene was cut out they just showed it from like another angle where it was sticking out of his leg but it was like dark oh so i think they did like that. the i think they like did the, the kid trailer you're like oh i got a pen in my hand yeah uh, they didn't actually i don't think they actually showed it like go into his uh his leg but i was like whoa I mean, that's different um the the newer like iterations they've done of the ninja turtle uh cartoons have yeah. progressively gotten more and more like i mean the first one they did back in the 80s i was very very kiddish I right mean, it totally changed from the comics it and... went they went like somewhat darker and then like started getting progressively more yeah. childish sure sure so i'm sure it's going to be a good like summer film to take your kids to yeah and as a summer, as a ninja turtles like hardcore fan i'll probably still go see it and take my daughter so i don't just feel weird sitting in a theater with a bunch of kids <laughs> but um i'll just take a picture of my kids but i, I don't know i just i really <laughs> yeah i really hope it's like 
Is it Rogan that's kind of... No, it's, it no, has it's nothing not to do with. It has nothing to do with no, Rogan. It's just there's just something it's, about it. It's like it's the yeah, fact that like, okay, I get in like the comics. Baxter, Baxter Stockman was an African American yeah. guy. That's you know, cool. Yeah, that's fine. He's supposed to be black. April O'Neil is a redhead, white, white yeah, redhead. Woman. Right, They're like canceling the redheads. I, I don't know. I just <laughs> that that bothers me. Like it it works. Yeah, you know, one way it's progressive. The other way it's well, you shouldn't be mad about that. It's not, yeah, and I think a lot of people could say like, "Oh, you're I don't know against if she's... that or that," but it's like it's like how it became popular for us. We are really attached to the looks, and I think that goes for We're, the comics too, I, right? It's I'm like very iconic look. That's what I want. Yeah, I'm Red I'm April, very attached to the characters. Suit. I'm very yeah. attached to like the yeah. franchise itself. Right. right. I mean, they that, want to try that's that. Not that's not fine. A, yeah, yeah, that's fine if they want to try yeah. that. But as long as it's not like you know. Like Velma, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's don't do like, that shit. Yeah. It's just like, oh, I'm. You can't be mad at me because I'm a person of color. Yeah. Like, right. Right. No. Right, okay. Right. I'm not saying that's what Seth Rogen's doing with this. No. 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 But no. no. I. I just didn't like the April O'Neil thing. Was like the one thing that like I wasn't impressed with, just because it was just kind of like looking down her nose at everybody. I'm better than you, kind of thing. Well, is she like, is she a kid herself in this? It looks like she doesn't look like an adult to me. Yeah, she kind of looks like a kid reporter or uh, something like that. Kid writing a blog for BuzzFeed. <laughs> right. Know. So I don't even know what the angle is to that. I think that one of the new animation shows, uh, she's black as well and younger. So I don't know if that's kind of they are borrowing a lot from what's been established. And I think I did. I you know the Bay films were, I thought they were entertaining. I didn't like how big the turtles were. No, but I do like how they gave Raph a bandana. They gave Donatello glasses. I thought that was interesting, like characteristics of these these. Yeah, you know, and, turtles. and they've Something they've advanced. done that. Yeah. They've done that with like different and the different animation right, right things they've done for the turtles. Like what work you know, Donatello is like taller and leaner, and Raphael's like yeah, you know, Body. bulkier. Yeah, yep. Whatever. I mean, I Mikey's think that's kind cool. of a short guy. Is Mikey kind of short? Yeah, yeah. Yep. I, I think it's cool that they like do that to yes. distinguish them versus just red bandana orange bandana blue right. bandana right exactly and you yeah know, they but... did like different skin tones before and that helps too but i think yeah i think that's what worked from the bay films and maybe uh in the animation I... i'm sure it's got something to do with it too but like it's a new thing to to put on these characters and i dress them up a little bit i don't think like going into this you should expect like eastman laird turtles no no I think you should just expect like Nickelodeon turtles, sure. Which is which is what it is. It's a Nickelodeon yeah. production, so yeah. I, you know they're they're going to take some creative liberties with stuff. That's fine. Sure. Um, Raph seems very nice in this. I will say does. that's my only nitpick. But their kids still. So maybe he hasn't he hasn't gone he's, through puberty. He's not, yet. <laughs> he's not cool, but crude. He's awkward, but nice. Yeah, like there's know. a scene where he's talking. I'm like, is that Mike? You know, because it was very yeah, nice. Yeah, like the. Like, Let's do the ninja stars now. Like yeah, when, yeah. When they're you yeah. know busting up the watermelons, I was like, but if they're like younger, wait a minute, it makes a little sense, right? Because yeah, puberty fucks with you a lot. Yeah, <laughs> and you know grudges begin to form and yeah, all that. Um, I don't. Did you happen to notice Splinter had an afro? That bothers me. <laughs> I, did. I don't know if that's a good I look, did, but I don't. I don't know if it's going to be like a costume or something or out I, of context. I don't know. Well, we'll have to get the full context. Maybe the they're channeling out, a but... Kareem Abdul Jabbar from um, the uh, the Bruce Lee movie. I don't know. I'm not against it, but 
I thought the look for Splinter in the uh, Bay films, Bay produced, by the way, not he didn't direct these. I didn't like this look. He looked kind of gross to me. But uh, from what I've seen, uh, and Jackie Chan playing the voice, that's I think that's pretty cool. But yeah, I'm like, an afro? Like Maybe that's just a scene where they had Halloween or something. I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, we'll I see. From It'll probably grow on me. It's just another characteristic, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think someday... I really feel someday we're going to get a nice uh, return to form in a way of live action Henson-like creatures with some CG assist. I think someday you're going to have a fan yeah. who's going to, a big fan, who's going to be able to direct or write a film and have a, have the say-so in, in doing that. So I think someday we'll get that back. And I, I still think that's the best they can do. Mm -hmm. It just felt more real. And of course, with CG now, you can have them do more things, flips and all this stuff and use the weapons like maybe an adaptation to the original comics would even be something kind of yeah. cool to, to like a dark one. I, I, I would very yeah. much like to see that. I mean, it would be I could see that more being something like they'd put on HBO Max or something like that, though. Yeah. Did you ever I see that fan one they did? It was like Raph. April's getting like uh, someone broke into her apartment. It was very gritty, dark. And I think Raph shows up and just beasts the shit out of this guy. And it's just the way they shot it. It's so cool. I'll have to, like, try to find it. Huh. But, I mean, that's the beauty of, um, uh, you know, what fans can do now. I mean, this was probably, like, over 10 years ago when I saw this thing. Oh, wow. But, okay. Um, of course, you got The Last Ronin, which I'm just finding out about. That's that's a cool storyline. That is a very cool storyline. I'd love to see that adapted. Yeah, I'm sure someday um, we'll get it. I don't know if Nickelodeon's going to do that. <laughs> Paramount can probably do that. Not. I mean, I think some fans, especially like our age group, want to see maybe a slight darker, like in the tone of the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film, you know? Yeah. See, I I really like that. And then they, for the second one, they were like, got a little goofy. we got to make it a little more kid friendly, a little more toy friendly. Yeah. Like, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It wasn't that scary, like as scary to me at the time. I enjoyed it, but I did not, I did not even realize they didn't use their weapons much. I still love that opening shot of uh, the second film, the live action that is the pizza. Oh my god, I'm so hungry right now. It's probably why I'm bringing it up. <laughs> but man, the cheese and shit, like, oh yeah. I just want to go to New York to eat pizza, right? What's <laughs> <laughs> your Broadway show? No, I just want to go to take me to pizza places now. Oh man, but no, um, yeah, we'll see what happens, right? Uh, yeah, maybe we'll get pleasantly surprised, but we'll see. Rogan as Bebop. I don't. Do you see that? Uh, I had a I had a hard time accepting Rogan as Donkey Kong. Yes, but after like the third, the final trailer came out, I was like, okay, maybe you know, he can do tremendous voice acting work. Yeah, as I, long as he like keeps he that, is talented. Uh, yeah, right. Stupid fucking goofy ass laugh right. out of there. Don't repeat yourself so much. Have some range. But yeah, and he does. He does when he's directed to. I think very. Oh well, yeah. Right. Um. Yeah, I think it's pretty good um, casting. Uh, John Cena's Rocksteady. Sure. Yeah. I don't think you do any wrong. I mean, they can manipulate your voice now. Like, going back to Super Mario Brothers for a second, I don't see... I think they manipulated Jack Black's voice a little bit. Maybe he actually did that voice, but I could see them being able to manipulate it now. Just kind of like um, uh, the guy playing Toad. I forgot his name. Shit. He's, oh, uh, Keegan Michael Key. Yes, I think they might have like kind of done that. Yeah, to, like, you know, yeah, little little assists. Yeah, and I think they might have done it with Donkey Kong. Unless they're actually doing that, I don't know. We have to see uh, 
behind the scenes, I guess, to <laughs> confirm that or not. But, you know, nowadays it's very easy. Like you you can go there, but the technology can push it a little bit further because, you know, yeah. Bowser, I do kind of hear Jack Black. But if I didn't know he was he was that voice, I don't think I would have ever thought it was Jack Black behind yeah. that. But of course, you know, look look back in the days when Joker, we had Joker. I didn't know that was Mark Hamill for a oh, long yeah. time. And then it was just like, what? Yeah. It's and crazy. It was like you never perfect. expect you him to pull that voice out. You of couldn't him. think of anybody else doing that voice. So. No, no. Uh, we have some game news. Yay. Usually yeah. when Bill's here, we have some game news. But this is exciting to me. Do you want to go ahead and yeah. roll with so, this? We've got uh, RoboCop Rogue City new video game coming out um i think it's been pushed back now to september okay so they can continue continue kind of tweaking it that's kind of been the um kind of the norm i guess you know is try to release a complete game versus a game that needs a day one patch kind of thing which i i'm totally for that's fine with me um we got a trailer for this one it looks pretty pretty good yeah um apparently this is uh so this is going to be a first person perspective kind of thing, which I love. Yeah. I think that'll be neat to kind of see like the, get the like heads up display from RoboCop and stuff like that that we saw in the movies. Yeah, sure. sure. Um, so I'm totally down for that. Um, not a whole lot to go on yet, but, uh, Very limited. Yeah. But, yeah. But, uh, Peter Weller's coming back to voice <laughs> RoboCop. So that's, yeah, me there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, I love that first. I scene. can't wait to see more on it. I mean, yeah, obviously, it's like a one of those franchises that we like grew up with. It's going to be super fun to go back and be like, oh yes, yeah. As close as we'll get to another film right now, because the the closest we ever got was that arcade ish version of RoboCop for the NES. Yeah, well, like you could the first Terminator one I remember was that yeah. after. Uh, it was RoboCop three I had for Super NES, and I had RoboCop versus Terminator was a huge, cool fan fiction thing. Yeah, I, I remember Robo <laughs> climbing up a ladder in the game was so funny. He's like, mm. it's like he doesn't move yeah. that fast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, probably would now. CG, no, we. But... Uh, I, I think this is great that we're starting to get more and more of these franchises that are. Um, I mean, now that we have the technology to yeah make a good game with it. I sure. mean, look what they did with Spider Man. They yeah, gave us a you know like an art and the Arkham series with Batman. I yeah. think this will be great for. I think yeah, Batman set the stage. I think just like he did in the animation. Um, yeah, we've and there's there's so many other games out there that I think they did start developing that could have been really cool. Like Superman, there's a game they've been trying forever, which would have been amazing. But yeah, it's just like I guess the right timing, the right studio, the right system. Mm -hmm. Right now, I mean, shit. They just talked about PS6 uh, leaked. Uh, the, I'm like, I didn't even got a five yet. Yeah, it's <laughs> they, they finally got to the point where like they have where the <laughs> supply has met up with the demand, where like you can now actually find them in stores. Yeah, yeah. In, in some cases, but because that hurts games like this, right? Because it's like, yeah. oh shit, should we just like pull back and then make it well, really, really advanced for this other system? Or well, and I was looking up to before we started. Um, I think initially the plan was to do it on current gen and next gen consoles. Now I think it's just going to be on next gen consoles with this one. Right. But unfortunately that's, that's the way that it's going to be for a lot of new releases coming out. Like saves Spider money, right? Two. Saves and, a lot of money. Yeah. Too. I mean, if you, yeah. if you're developing it for a 
for a PS5 or an Xbox Series One or whatever. The, yeah, whatever they're, whatever they're calling them now. I don't. Tron remember. Legacy. Yeah. Um, you want to make it to utilize the hardware that's available. Yeah. And then if you have to basically take this, you know, diamond of a of a game and sort of like retrofit it to fit yeah. like a a previous console then it's gonna, it's gonna be hard it's not gonna be as good yeah i don't think you're not gonna get the exp- full experience out of it but yeah hopefully the delay will help its success uh, it looks good i you know i have a few nitpicks but again they could probably tweak things still who knows peter it's... weller's voice isn't quite robotic to me but again maybe he's gotten an upgrade where he sounds more human i don't know he's also older which i, I think get. they're well one thing they did in the films too is they kind of put his they had his voice and then they put it like kind of through that filter where it's kind of like yes had that you're like right yes kind of yes. warble to it yes you're right yeah so yeah because when he took his helmet off he sounded like himself yeah. yeah yeah you're right about that like a voice modular or something like that yeah in fact robo 2 was he even was his voice when he when he got reprogrammed maybe right or it was a little bit more toned it down it's kind of weird because like when when he had that scene with his wife and he had the the faceplate off yeah he it sounded like you know normal yeah but then when he is talking to the kids and all that and he has yeah. the face mask on right it's like, smoking is for losers or whatever that was that he said he was like doing poetry yeah <laughs> they just spray painted him yeah yeah i i love the uh the knock knock like I hope he wasn't planning to interrogate that guy. I mean, you got to see the trailer to know, but he basically like pushes the door open and the guy goes flipping over like a an overhang to the basement. <laughs> it's like, yeah, he's dead. Yeah, it doesn't pull any punches. It's not for kids, that's for sure. No, um, I think it's it's very much going to be an M rating. His main gun sound effect, I want them to tweak it because it doesn't, but it might be a rights issue too. I don't know because that's all weird how, you know, like maybe they yeah. can't use the exact sound. It just didn't have that sound from the film. And I, I was like, man, if that had that sound, oh, that'd be fun. But man, it just obliterates the target. <laughs> it's, like, it's not a hunting gun. Um, yeah. No, it looks good. I, I really hope it's successful and I hope to own it. So on my PS7, you know, whatever. Yeah, whenever. Jesus criminy. Oh, man. I mean, that's game. That's Yeah, well, it is game news, duh. But yeah, I mean, Jesus. Uh, like, have, you don't even have a five yet, do you? No, not yet. Why are you a six right now? Unless it's going to be like I'm 10 years saving out. up for one Jesus. right now, but it's going to like, yeah. Doesn't that way to like really, well, it's not official, right? But still, if people get like wind, like, oh, another system's coming. Are they going to just keep saving up for the new system? Or are they going to wait for I, you know? I don't know. It's I, dumb. I haven't felt like when they announced the PS5 Pro that they yeah. were working on. Yeah. And this was like a year and a half ago or something like that. I'm like. You guys can't even make the or meet the demand for the original PS5. Right. Like, why are you worried about upgrades right now? But it takes the fun I, out of it. It used to be like, what, 10 years? Every 10 years, you get a new system, kind of? Yeah. Just about, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. now it's like every three, four years. I'm like, just kind of, I well, don't know. It, it's all about in the, in the market, too. I guess it kind of makes sense. Like, you don't want to stagnate yourself with it too much but like it's different now yeah I you, know, all, I you also want i don't know i i think from my perspective i'd rather they focus on getting the ps5 out there getting the manufacturing yeah. kind of down so that they can maybe reduce the price a little bit 
That'd be nice. I mean, they haven't reduced the price once since it since launch, and now right. they're talking about a new system. So that's like, yeah, okay. Jesus, well, anyway. someday, someday I'll get my five. Yeah, <laughs> just in time for the next one. But uh, comic news. Usually, Steve's you know got the comic news here. I found this uh, lately. I'm so excited about this. Um, Steelworks is a series that uh, will be coming out in June. June 6th, actually. So this is a sequel series to steal the character from Reign of Superman back in the day after Superman died. And yeah, uh, we were all lost as a society um, until Superman came back months later. Uh, I remember buying all the books. I'm like, I'm going to retire off these. No, I'm not. Not even close. Uh, I could probably get a value meal from, from selling one of them. But yeah, Steel was uh, out of the, the Reign of Superman they introduced. Steel was a character I really loved uh john henry iron irons he had a great um backstory i thought he was a construction worker who uh i think he fell off a beam or something and superman rescued him and then mm -hmm. years later when superman died it affected everyone in different ways and he decided to uh he um i think he was a, a veteran i believe came back to his neighborhood he grew up in and it was going to shit like a lot of weapon weaponry uh, being sold out there to kids and mm -hmm. it was you know it was not shying away from violence uh, yeah one i think what did it was a kid he was close to just got brutally gunned down and so he decided to take up the mantle of man of steel literally and he built a steel a steel mechanized suit i don't think it was mechanized then um i don't think it was the armor it was just like armor they changed it over time he but... had like didn't he have like rocket boots or something like that in it? So yes, he did. Fly? Yep, and a nice hammer. Um, yeah, man, great look for a character, and it it got so botched when they did the Shack movie. Oh, it was really painful. No S on the chest, no cape. Well, they couldn't. Why? Yeah, I don't know. But, I don't know what happened with that. But, but I will say, Superman and Lois, the show that's on now, entering the third season. Uh, they've done that character pretty pretty good justice, live action. But someday, I would really appreciate. Maybe James Gunn will do this, make a live action uh, steel film with a big budget, bigger budget. Uh, I just want to see that suit. You know? Yeah. Oh, my God. I love that. It's still a great suit. And they've changed it over time. But that original suit is still you got, a, I got an action figure of it. Oh, it's beautiful. Um, but yeah, uh, 30th anniversary is coming up for this character. And so uh, Steelworks um, will be written by none other than Michael Dorn, uh, who played Worf on Star Trek. He's a big geek, apparently. He's one yeah. of us. He's one of us. Multi-talented guy. He's a fucking pilot. It's crazy. Yeah. He flies jets and shit. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was funny because he was critiquing Top Gun Maverick lately. Um, it was funny. <laughs> like nonchalant. Um, well, they were asking movie where him. they actually yeah. go into the cockpit. Yeah. It's like, oh, no. Well, it, was only, it was only pilot nitpicks he could do. Yeah, I he, know. he knows, but he's talking about the G, the G-Force. Yeah. Like, it's just like a quick feeling. It's not like a... But you have to see it. It's on um, uh, Strange uh, is it or Shuttle Pod um, show. It, it's really good. But yeah, um, I'm happy to to know he's writing this. I I didn't even know he did that. So yeah, that's uh, he, pretty cool. He did voice the character in animated um, movies and shows. I think so. Mm. It's really cool. But yeah, this uh, this picks up I guess uh, time in John's life where he's rekindled a relationship with Lana Lang. I didn't know that. That's Kind of lost track of the character over time. I just love the look yeah. of him and stuff, and the initial creation of that character. 
his company Steelworks rebuilds uh, a new metropolis, huh. and then he's thinking of giving up the steel mantle. Um, and I guess a terrorist starts to seek revenge against his company and what they did. So um, he's kind of you know dealing with all that and whether or not to hang up the uh, cape. I don't know if he still has a cape or not at this point. Probably not. Yeah. But um, yeah, man, it's gonna be drawn by uh, Sammy Basri. I don't know what he's done, um, but I I'm excited about this. Uh, were you a yeah. fan of Steel? I um, so I never really followed Superman too much. Yeah, uh, back in the day, but I just did when he died. I yeah, exactly. Like Sadly, the death of Superman. That's what thing. I cared about. Um, I start, well, I started like kind of really reading it around the time of like Doomsday's arrival, and then of course the death of Superman. Then you had the the reign of the Superman. Yeah, and uh, I really like I I would say out of the four, he was my favorite. Yeah, I did like Superboy just because he was a cocky asshole. But nice look, nice nineties yeah, look, it, right? It was a really like updated look for Superman. I liked it. Yeah, um, it was it was neat, and they had the Terminator, Superman, yeah, the Cyborg, Superman, and yeah. Eradicator. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought I always thought Steel was cool because he was just a normal guy. It was like the yeah. world needs a hero. That would have been the as I think that's the aspect, right? He's just yeah. like one of us. Like we could, I mean, yeah, figuratively build yeah. a steel suit and uh, yeah, go to town. But I, I, I don't. Did you see the recent cartoon movie of Reign of uh, Superman? They did. I didn't. No, I. Yeah. I really want to. So I've been getting like all kinds of, mostly like on Facebook and stuff, like the reels and stuff. Yeah. They'll show like clips of, you know, like the animated, DC stuff. Sure. Man, I am so far behind on this. I really need to catch up on. I'm not even caught up myself. Um, but like Son of Batman and stuff like that. I need to catch up on a lot. There's a lot out there. Yeah, and they've done pretty good with those films. DC animation does like leaps and bounds ahead of marvel right which yep. i guess marvel hasn't really produced much animation lately but right uh, just the what if like right and girly uh... shit that they have on disney plus <laughs> but um no i um i'm excited i i think that would be a really i might actually have to pick this up and kind of yeah I, know, yeah same here same here um but yeah steel was always that's why i was so disappointed in that shack movie man i'm like God, I love John Henry Irons. Like, he was one yeah. of my favorite, like, I'm not a DC guy either. Yeah, yeah. He's, like, one of my favorite characters, you know, but. Acting aside, Shaq's persona might have been pretty good, but his acting wasn't great in it, and the budget was low. It was, like, they didn't really have faith in it, and it was so bad, uh, Siskel and Ebert didn't even review it, I think, because I used to watch them every Sunday, and I was excited to see, like, what'd you guys think of Steel? didn't have didn't have yeah, it. I didn't, yeah they didn't even bother with it right so i was like oh maybe that's a sign yeah it was kind of like in the same vein of like, like a tv cat, movie of like Catwoman. yeah you know yeah. like it's it's based on a dc property but it's not really a dc movie i would say it's better than Catwoman. that's my opinion but <laughs> <laughs> doesn't take come much on you be have uh better than Catwoman. judd uh what's his face from breakfast club is the villain um Oh my uh, god! Judd I want to say Apatow. That's not right. Judd Nelson. Yes, yes. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I. Uh, well, it just it because the yeah the Reign of Superman it was such a bigger world and then the Shack one was just like so little. There's no mention of Superman it really. Was, yeah. It, it wasn't. Uh, he took up the mantle because of Superman's death. It was. He was very much like 
right street level like hell's kitchen kind of yeah he just got out of the military he, he made weapons and then this other guy was uh grab stealing those weapons and selling them to like arms dealers um and you know to be fair the studio probably maybe wasn't going to allow them to use superman or even mention them because i think at the time they're trying to develop the nick cage film so it was probably all that crap you know like how much do we allow them to use? Let's just not mm-hmm. allow them to use anything. Well, it was, it was just like Catwoman not being Selena Kyle, not mentioning right. mentioning Bruce Wayne, not mentioning Gotham. You know? Yeah, it wasn't Gotham, right? So, it was yeah, it was city. like they did. It was like they could do something just enough with the property, yeah, to get people butts in the seats, right? But they couldn't tie it to. Yeah, uh, I took Joey. <laughs> anything bigger? <laughs> you got us. Oh, geez. that was a shit show, man. I was like, man, Sharon Stone is really uh, needs work. Jesus. Um, so yeah, uh, getting into uh, unless there's anything else I'm missing you wanted to cover before we get to reviews recommendations. Okay. Nope. Uh, reviews recommendations. Uh, do you want to start us out? Mandalorian season three. Yeah. Uh, Just premiered, right? Well, yeah. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. We're two episodes in right now. Um, I'm glad that they're moving away from like the jedi stuff yeah you know like it's not i mean grogu still does the force kind of thing you you think like he's maybe gonna just kind of be force sensitive versus just a full-on jedi kind of thing but um we're getting to see areas that we have never seen before we're getting to actually see mandalore sure Um, yeah we got kind of a brief glimpse of a mythosaur which was just I've seen ginormous. That, yeah, I've seen that screenshot. Yeah. Uh yeah, I, I really like what they're doing with the character. Of course, I love Pedro Pascal and I love the Mandalorian and he's great. This is like his redemption arc. Good. So yeah. yeah. This is like he's so the concept from like um Mandalorian two point five or Boba Book of Boba Fett, whatever <laughs> you want to call it. So when they showed him kind of training with the Darksaber and they asked him if he removed his helmet. He said, he of course said, well, yeah, I did. Yeah. And by that time he'd removed it like three or four times, but that's my whole thing. Like maybe um, you can clarify this. Cause I did start watching the first episode of the season. I don't understand the whole concept. That seems impossible. You can never remove the helmet for anything like eating, drinking, I, getting sick. So <laughs> it's hard to buy into. I'm saying, you know, it, it's, I, I don't know the full lore behind that. Right. I mean, but at the same time, like, obviously you can see him like kind of lifting it up so he can take a drink of something. Or, yeah. Yeah. Um, like even in the first season when he's in that village, he, you, you don't see his face at that time, but you see him put his helmet down so he can eat. Right. I think as long as you're like alone and you don't reveal. Yeah. Your it's face not to public. Anybody, right. Yeah. You're fine. But right. So his whole thing, he reviewed, he revealed his face to Grogu and to you know when he was at that imperial station to everybody to everybody (laughs) so his redemption thing he has to go and bathe in the living waters underneath the mandalorian mines right which mandalore has been like glassed by the empire for years right so um yeah just kind of like going through his little redemption thing it's kind of cool to see that uh we do briefly go back to tatooine for a little bit um there is mention of uh Cara Dune, but they don't actually show her, of course. Right. I, I've heard 
rumors, I guess, that she's still going to be in it, but it's going to be recast. Okay. So it's not going to be Carly, uh, whatever her name is. G- Gina? Gina well, Garano. Yeah, that's it. there you go. Yeah, I was gonna say Carl Gugino, but that's totally that different. sucks because she really shined that last season. But she did; she was perfect for that role. I really liked her in it. But right. Um. Anyway, I think it's we're two episodes in so far. Yeah. It's pretty. I'm glad that they didn't release like three episodes right away. Yes. Because I think they did that last year or last season. Oh, did they? They maybe maybe it wasn't season two. They I released... thought they released like maybe one or two episodes at first, and then. Yeah, it was maybe. A weekly thing. I don't. I don't yeah. Remember. Yeah. But it's pretty good so far. I'm. I'm really digging it. And, yeah. Uh, another thing I was going to have on there is like kind of a recommendation. If you're a fan of the show Hot Ones on YouTube, uh, Pedro Pascal just did a interview. Sweet. On there, and he talks. I mean, of course, he talks about other stuff other than the Mandalorian, but right. It's cool to kind of get that. Yeah. behind the scenes look and see him suffer through eating hot wings so <laughs> he's on snl too lately he did a good job i thought he did a really yeah. good job um yeah he's a funny dude he's i mean he's uh top show on disney plus top show on hbo max that's right, right. i still haven't seen it yet i haven't either oh you haven't okay. I, i've seen the first episode okay we talked about that on 200 i think right yeah but i haven't seen any of the other ones sure sure uh, yeah, he's on fire. I love speaking of fire. I love hot ones. I, um, the uh, <laughs> Gordon Ramsay one is the best. I've the Gordon Ramsay one is great. Out of, um, out of all of them, you would not expect him to be like the weakest. Like, man, oh, he he had like he was falling apart. Yeah, he was. He was mad too. Um, he's drinking milk. I mean, not mad at the host, but he was just like, fuck, fuck. <laughs> There's so many F words in that show. It was, uh, yeah, the ones I've watched recently, of course, Pedro Pascal, uh, Jenna Ortega did one. Yeah. Not too long ago. Lenny um, Kravitz did a good job. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, it didn't really seem to bother him. It didn't really. He did say, I don't know. Did you catch that? Like, was he eating like vegan chicken or something? Because he said, this some of them chicken. do. Okay. Do that. Yeah. I don't like, know if it was uh, a joke or he actually, yeah, he doesn't eat chicken. So no, I know, I like, know. uh, Billie Eilish when she was on there they had like vegan like nuggets okay yeah or something like that sure. so yeah they, they do change it up right that's fine I just I just didn't know if I heard that right or if he was just joking but yeah but it's look... a good it's a good show I think it's yeah. on uh oh, I forget the name of the channel it's not called Hot Ones it's oh like I know fir- what you're talking uh, about First We Feast I think yes is what the you're right is. yep yep but yeah Same go check that things. out it's it's pretty fun yeah that's cool uh Star Trek Picard season three. Uh, those of you familiar with the channel know that Steve and I have been putting out our uh, reaction logs to each episode. Uh, loving it so far. It's great return to form. I think you should all see it on Paramount Plus. They have the first episode on YouTube for free. I know that. Um, so definitely check that out. Check out that first episode. Um, you know, it might take some of you more time to to really like it. Uh, especially if you didn't like the first two seasons of Picard, like myself. Um, but I uh, follow a lot of people that were pretty harsh with the the trek that we got before, and they they loved this season. So that kind of helped me go into it, and uh, I'm really enjoying it so far. We're um, four episodes in, loving it. It's it's fun, it's great, and it's good water cooler talk, uh, especially amongst like YouTubers. You know, if you 
don't have a lot of people around you that watch the show at least you have you know you can tune into youtubers uh such as you know steve and myself eventually we'll have a star trek mission report um out there <laughs> those are like done once a year i swear but these you know reactions are uh i think more helpful for um that type of content so i will be dropping a episode four reaction very soon um but yeah great show you should go check it out you know what's good about these streaming services is you don't have to uh, most people know this you don't have to sign a contract you know if you just go on maybe wait for it to drop and then um sign up for a month and just binge it um but i hope that this gets received well enough we get more the showrunner terry metallis is fantastic he's a true star trek fan and he's done a lot of good in this season and uh, a lot of people want him to continue on show running um more more trek from him so there's like even a petition which i signed and i did share it on our uh, mission report uh, facebook page um so yeah if you have time check out the show and sign that petition uh, it's it's good stuff right now you're getting to see the next generation legacy characters in a new light and it's good like they're getting to do things that they maybe have not uh been able to do before or you know kind of more of the same but it's great to see them again you know in their parts so you know we have just scratched the surface on what's to come for this season so it's it's great so far and there's a great great uh, new character people are really digging captain shaw um it's awesome it's good stuff so highly recommend that um also chris rock uh selective outrage that just came out last uh, saturday on netflix the first live <laughs> event they had i believe great I, that was great saying up special uh, everyone was of course waiting for you know rock to talk about the smith incident uh which uh as we're recording tonight's the oscars so we'll see what happens oh, that's right yeah yeah man Shit, i forgot about that we'll see what happens uh, i'm sure there'll be some jokes about it but um yes uh <laughs> i thought chris rock did a pretty good job um on his take and making it humorous and uh I don't want to spoil it for you. Um, I'm not a big Jada Smith fan. Um, I've said that before. I, I'm not either. I think she's poison. Act, um, Actress-wise, like... Yeah, I think she's... I mean, yeah, I think she's... A, as a person, I think but, there, there's a lot going yeah. on. I, I discussed that, I think, the when mm -hmm. we were talking about this, the slap heard around the world. Yeah, yeah. But... Uh, well, I will say one thing. Rock does say that um, he, she hurt him worse than he could have hurt rock you know and i think that's true like i think there's a lot of going on in smith's head that night and uh yeah it just sucks because he finally table was set for smith to finally get his oscar this is like the peak of his career and he just destroyed him you know just destroyed the moment and robbed it for other winners because there's still people getting awards before he got his it's a really messed up night yeah. but uh that aside uh watch the special it's been edited now a little bit Rock did botch a joke, and I get why they edited it. There's some, like, outrage right now about it. Selective outrage, if you will. Um, it's no big deal. They didn't really... Um, it was a live event, and he did great. I think this is his first live special. His HBO specials back in the day, I think, were already taped. Yeah. So, this is a big, big deal, and I think he did a great job, and he, he's got some cool stories. I mean, it's really... It's good stuff. I love Chris Rock. I think he's hilarious, and... Um, I'm, I'm happy he's recovered well enough. And there's a lot of people, of course, now wanting Smith's opinions, uh, Will and Jada's. And I don't know how how much of it's true or not, but um, 
I think Jada said he was obsessed or something. And other critics are saying, let this go. But you got to understand, Rock has never really said anything publicly about this. The Smiths have had all the time in the world and they've used it for the red table. And and Will has even put out a video like, yeah. I'm here when you want me. And, and you know, uh, yeah. let, let Chris, Chris is the one that got attacked. Let him speak the piece, you know, yeah, say exactly. his piece. And I think there's nothing wrong with it. And I think he did a good job. He didn't go too far, I don't think. But mm -hmm. definitely check it out when you can. It's it's funny. It's really funny. Um, plugs uh, before we head out. <sighs> Start us out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Billy Creston Gaming um, on YouTube. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Billy Creston Gaming or at Billy Creston on YouTube. Um, yeah, not a whole lot on there right now. Um, I am working on editing a couple videos. I recorded a couple videos this week. Um, not with just personal stuff going on. You know, I don't feel like that's my best work, so I'm being overly critical on myself right now. But uh, we just finished up the uh, 30 hours of gaming uh, kind of live streams I was doing there for little over a week um had some good success with that so great we're gonna get back into it right that was great raising money for what you what you did and that's that's amazing yeah that's amazing so yeah, i hope you I hope you keep doing that in the future uh, for sure um yeah uh live streams maybe not so much yeah but um i'm just i i like the I think we were talking about this before we started recording. I kind of like the safety of a recording because then I can go and edit and make myself look better. Right. <laughs> but, same. Same here. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it'll be a while before I do another live stream, but I'm hoping to do maybe some more in the future. We'll sure. See. Sure. You know what? You could just produce the videos and launch them live. That's what you do. That's yeah. what you need to do. There we go. Man, he's really good. <laughs> just even put a live down there with the software. Yeah. It's like a little blinking light. It says record. <laughs> And just make up shit like, oh, I see a lot of people in the comments like, yeah, yeah, that, where'd I get this no, shirt? You know, so funny that you bring that up. <laughs> um, it's actually kind of more kind of a morbid story. But there is a guy that actually like murdered his his wife. Oh, my God. But so as an alibi, he pre-recorded like six hours of footage and then ran it live. Oh, shit. And he was like. Sorry, guys, I can't see your comments if you're typing to me. My internet is not working great. Wow. The entire time this was going live, he was... Holy shit. Butchering his ex -wife is this recent? Something. No, this is... I don't, I don't remember how... Oh, dude, I'm going to look this up. This yeah. is like a like one of them true crime things I was listening to when I was at work, wow. work one day. But it's funny that you mentioned that. That just made me think of that really wow. morbid segue. I'm sorry I'm about that. jot that down. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> ideas for alibis. Oh, wait, I got to write this in here with the invisible ink so you guys can't yes. see it. <laughs> oh, man, it's funny. Um, yeah, uh, of course, Field of Geeks, uh, everywhere you uh, find your podcast, YouTube, fieldofgeeks.com. We have, of course, Facebook page, Twitter, all that, all that cool stuff. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all we have for this episode. Raven Xavier. Oh, of course. Go yes. check out the Ravex podcast on YouTube. Yes. Um, it's also got some music on there. It got some uh, live stuff for Choose Your Power, which is just a tremendous band. You should all go check it out. Yeah. Um, I even had a I had a conversation with him on, on Facebook a little while ago. I was like, you know, I'm going to be the first guy from Shield of Geeks to make a road trip and go see you guys live. But 
That's okay. Representation. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how that happens. Uh, luckily, I have a Prius, so maybe I'll make it that way, and it won't. Be, there you go. Far, and it won't be that bad. Right. But uh, no, he just did a uh, did a really good podcast. Um, he does some really good topics and stuff yes, like he does. that. Uh, he does. It's the latest good. one, I want to say, what was it like? Heartbreaking scenes in movies. Yes. So that was a really good one. Go check that out. And of course, he's got. He did our awesome intro theme and yes, does a lot of good work. So go check him out. Yeah, he's a true fan of the show. And of course, Xavier listening, thanks for commenting all the time when we post something on Facebook and just everyone out there commenting. It's it's great stuff. And yeah, we'll have we'll have him on sometime. More to come on that. That's in the book here. So yes. The big book. It's in here. the book of secrets. Yes, yes. Uh, with that said, we'll be back. I'm Josh. I'm Bill. Take care. See ya.